This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Hornet fans. It's Michael. I'm in the office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. Appreciate you stopping by. All right, so we want to get right into this real quick because I know that you are busy. We are into football season now. Um, we just got over a scrimmage last Friday, have one coming up Thursday. Tell us what's going on in Hornet land right now. Well, right now, um, we're getting ready to scrimmage Course Cannon tomorrow uh, on Thursday. You know, a lot of this week for us has been finding things we did Friday and correcting them as far as fundamentals of the game go, fundamentals of each individual position. Uh, as far as prep, you know, we again, we said this before, uh, but we don't prep for scrimmages. We don't watch any film on Course Canna or Fairfield. Uh, now, we have an idea of what their bases will be to work against, but we don't game plan scrimmages. Uh, we, we've started game planning Brownsburg a little bit because uh, that's the first true game on our schedule. Uh, but most of the time this week in practice has been on improving what we have to improve on from position to position uh, for our kids to be able to play at a high level. And so that's that's kind of our focus this week. All right, so let's look back last Friday. I went to Fairfield. Um, I thought it was a, a, a really good scrimmage, a lot of really good reps and work you guys had. And so you and I talked right after. But now that you've had a time to look at the film, take a look again at what happened, any specific thoughts about just general yeah. over the whole team? Well, the first thought is I thought we played overall really hard. Uh, and played with a lot of energy and a lot of effort. Uh, and, you know, that's something we're really trying to stress, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, I think, and I read your article, you know, you wrote that stood out to you as the defense uh, played really hard. And I, I, that's, you know, that was apparent on them. And not just on defense, uh, offensively as well. Our effort level was improved from where it's been in the past, uh, and that's not to say we have our kids haven't played hard for the most part in the past because they have. But you know, we preach to win football games at the level we play. Uh, we have to have all eleven guys on the field uh, on every play, playing with max effort and selling out. Uh, and you know that that's hard for. 15, 16, 17, 18 year old kids to understand and do consistently, uh, especially when they get tired. You know, it's easy to it's easy to play full speed when you know you're getting the ball. Uh, but hey, what are you going to do when the ball's being ran away from you? And your job is to cut off the backside safety, uh, and it takes maximum effort to do that. Are you going to do that, or are you not? And when you don't. That's a lot the difference between a 15, 20-yard gain and a 60-yard gain. And so we saw that on film for the first scrimmage. And our job is to continue and improve. Uh, but our kids were really gave really good effort. Uh, so that, you know, general standpoint, I think that's the first thing that stands out. So you brought up the defense. And let's, let's stay there for a second because it was the first time um, that I, we've really got to look at the new – 
that the new system's been installed. You guys are a three four base now. Yeah. Um, and to me, it really looked like you were attacking, and that was the thing I think I saw. I mean, I, I and I agree with you. It isn't that the in the past that past Hornets weren't given effort. Right. Um, what I saw was full speed, right. hair on fire, coming let's down get here. after it yeah. downhill. You're right, and that you know that's credit to Coach Reeves. Uh, that's what Coach Reeves has tried to bring with this scheme and how he coaches is, hey, we are going to fly to the football, and, and you bring that up. The very first play of the scrimmage, the defensive, first defensive snap, they run a jailbreak screen. It's what we call rocket, uh, but they run a jailbreak screen to the left, and the safety, uh, Jermarius Moore, triggers – violently and makes the play at one yard and not only makes the play, uh, but it causes a fumble. Uh, and again, in the past, our safeties haven't been making plays at one yard. Uh, and that, that, that's a credit to Coach Reeves' teaching and, and kind of what we're teaching these guys on how hard to trigger and when to trigger. And that, that was a great example and a great play by Jamarius. Uh, and, you know, he's a guy that, we really need to step up, and he, he has done that. I couldn't be more proud of the way he's approached these first two and a half weeks. And we got a lot of guys that buying in. Uh, another thing about the defense side of the ball, you know, we had three guys that are battling for starting spots that didn't play in the scrimmage uh, due to, you know, some minor injuries. Uh, and we hope to get them back this week. But, you know, guys that have played a lot of big games, Trey Manning we held out with an ankle sprain, who's one of the – the leaders of this team, uh, he was held out. Jackson Styles was held out, linebacker with some minor tweaks. Uh, Dwayne Menifee in the secondary corner spot was held out with a minor growing sprain. So, you know, it was great for our defense to play as hard as they did, and and we haven't even seen all of the kids compete over there yet because we had a few out. Uh, you know, Charlie Fulton. On the defensive line, really stood out. Uh, he he caused a lot of plays because you know, and this defense is a moving defense. The defensive line, their job, you know, we're slanting them and moving them, and their job is to create problems in the backfield uh, because at the snap they're going to slant uh, and. He caused a ton of plays just by his movement, his hustle. You know, he made he made one play playing defense in ten yards down the field, and it was a huge hit on the sideline. You know, the sideline kind of erupted there on our side, and it was just a hundred percent hustle and effort played by him. Uh, and so he he really stood out, uh, making a lot of plays uh, as well. And I think we can get through we can get into us a little bit through the season as we teach our fans a little bit more about it. But there's a Big difference in the techniques that three four defensive line plays yeah. rather than a four three, um, just in the way that, like you said, they play the responsibilities, the kind of things you're talking about one and three techniques versus you know what you play on the four man front. Right. Yeah, it is. It's and, a lot different. And so the guy who stood out to me was the nose tackle, Hunter White. Yeah, Hunter had a good scrimmage. You know and. We're kind of playing Hunter at nose some and then at that end position as well. You know, and Hunter, we, we've really challenged Hunter. You know, he's coming to his third year here uh, of, you know, we need him to be an every-down player. Uh, and he's really worked on this summer 
uh, is conditioning and being able, you know, hey, we don't need you after three plays to be tapping your helmet. Like, we need you to play. Uh, if we're on defense, we need you to play. Uh, and so, we're, you know, in the scrimmage, we, we made him go long periods of time, uh, and he responded well. Uh, and, we, you know, he's a third-year player for us, third three-year letterman. We need him to be a leader on that defense. And we thought, I thought, I agree with you. I thought he had a good first scrimmage. So on the other side of the ball, let's go to the offense. And um, I don't think there was any doubt that the star of the entire scrimmage, either side, was Ty Arroyo, a yeah. quarterback. He just stood out um, from both teams. Yeah, Ty did a great job, was just very poised, uh, understanding what we were wanting to accomplish. You know, that's. You, know, you can't really talk about Ty. You know, you see the quarterback on the field, but that he's at that place because of how he's matured as a leader and how he's matured, you know, as an overall athlete. Uh, it, you know, we've talked about he did not miss one day of summer workouts. Uh, he he was not late. He was here every day. He he has taken on the responsibility of being the leader of this team uh, and how poised he was. And, and like I said, that doesn't happen. Like, you don't walk out there on last Friday if you haven't done everything that he's that he has done up until this point. And I think people don't see that. People say, well, yeah, he looks great on the field. But, you know, I just wanted to make sure I brought up, like, you got to give that kid a ton of credit for the commitment uh, that he has made to this program. Uh, and so we sure appreciate that with him. But he was very calm, like you said. He was on time with his throws. And that that's the biggest area from, you know, he had a great junior season. But that's the biggest area when we evaluated the season and evaluated him. His timing at times was off. Uh, and, you know, our offense is all about, you know, if every route, he has a Pacific drop, and if he's not throwing the ball on time, it's all matched up to the depth of our routes, where the ball is supposed to be completed. Every ball, every ball in our offense, I can tell you a four-yard radius of where it should be thrown. Uh, and so, and if it's if it's deep most of the time, or if it's uh, late, it's because our drop is off. Uh, and if you watched the film the other day. Almost every ball he threw, he was right on time with his feet. Uh, and, you know, that's just – that's a credit to Coach Udisky, uh, and that's a credit to Ty of really working on that. And so for for those who might miss the lingo when you're talking about a drop, you're talking about when the quarterback gets the ball, he's going to take a three-step three step drop, seven-step drop. He's going to he's gonna just immediately release the ball on Correct. some – and that's what we're talking about, those steps that he takes after receiving the ball from the center of the snap. Um, what, what, what's that drop? And the other part of that, I think, is the decision-making because you, you, all that has to get together. That's what the timing is. Talk just for a second about when he, when you call a play and he's looking out at the defense. Yeah. What what kind of decisions is Ty making, well, or your quarterback? Yeah. Not even Ty. Right. What is the quarterback looking at to make a decision to know what I need to do with the ball? Well, in our offense, you know, when, when the play call comes in, he the play call tells the quarterback what defender is the primary read. 
Uh, now, you know, before that happens, he first needs to identify whether it's a two high or one high defense. Now, most of the time we know going, you know, sometimes a lot of teams will mix up the looks, but, you know, like the other night, uh, it was really too high. I mean, it was, man. And you're talking about the safety. The safety. Whether it's two safeties Correct. back or one safety back playing center field. Correct. So that's his first look because we attack two high and one high differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if it's two safeties, so he's going to process, okay, it's two safeties. Then, based on what the play called, he knows who his primary defender that he is reading is. Uh, and so once the ball snapped, he is reading that defender uh, to determine where he goes with the ball on time with his drop. Uh, and we have, you know, we have a quick game drop, which we're left-right, get the ball out, and it's very fast. Uh, we have three and on time which is one, two, three, ball. Uh, we have three and a hitch, which is one, two, three, hitch up, ball. And we have three and two hitches. Uh, and so, and we also, some of our stuff's one and a hitch. So he has to know, based on the play, who am I reading? And then also, based on the play, what is my drop and when the ball has to come off. And sometimes, you know, hey, the primary read needs to be out on three and on time. The secondary read is going to be three and a hitch. So I know, hey, if this defender tells me to throw it to my first read, well, I'm one, two, three, and the ball's out of my hand. However, if the defender takes away my first read, well, now i got to hitch up and give that secondary route time to progress and then throw. So there's a lot There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, and, you know, we, we really train our quarterbacks year-round. Uh, we have quarterback school. Uh, that starts in the winter in January, um, and then that goes from January to about March, then in early March, and then in early March we start throwing with our quarterbacks, uh, and then in April we start working football with everybody. Uh, so quarterback training for us is year-round process. And so the other side of that, obviously, is the receivers who yeah. also have to know the same exact things because they have to be in the right spot at the right time. Yes, sir. Or else that's when you had those bad plays where, well, actually, we talked about one. They're running together. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before where it ended up being an interception on the goal line. Because that was last of, year against Chapel Hill. Because yeah. a receiver took one step to the inside to set the it up and yeah. round it off his route instead of making a sharp cut. Yeah. Your receivers looked so good last Friday night, and there were a lot of them. Yeah, there were. Uh, and they, they like you said, they're starting to understand route depth. Uh, and, you know, we really preach, especially in our vertical game, that it's better to be deep than short. Uh, because if you're short on a route, well, you are allowing that defender more separation to break on the ball. And and we teach, we want to eat the cushion of the defender. The more cushion that we eat up, the less time he's going to have to recover. And again, that goes back to the drop. Uh, you know, the drop has to be on time with the correct route depth. Because if that doesn't happen, then we a lot of times we don't complete the ball. Uh, and, you know, our receivers are starting to understand. They're starting to understand, you know, they did a great job in the scrimmage of backside routes because uh, a lot of times our backside routes, the probability of you 
getting a ball on a backside route is pretty low in our offense. Uh, I would say probably less than 5%. Uh, but your job is just as important. Uh, you know, that was the Chapel Hill situation we talked about last year. Uh, you know, our backside guy took a step in, turned the safety's hips, and he saw the ball thrown, and he made the play on interception. Uh, but the, our backside routes in the scrimmage, they were full speed. They looked like they were the primary receivers, uh, and that's what we preach to our guys. I mean, your backside has to look just like you're the primary because uh, the defense doesn't know that. Uh, the defense doesn't know that you're a backside guy. Uh, and so our guys really uh, sold out on that. And like you said, we had a lot of guys making plays. Uh, I think we had – I counted eight guys catching Yeah, plays. I think it might have been nine. Uh, but there's, we, we have a deep receiving core, and those guys have done a really good job uh, of understanding their roles. Uh, there haven't been any egos. And, you know, a lot of those guys are also playing defense. Uh, and so they have to understand, like, I mean, it's going to be a rotation. Uh, you know, Jorian Ray, I think he led us in catches and yards and touchdowns in the scrimmage. We're, we're going to need him to play a role at corner this year because uh, he's, he's, he's one of the best athletes, best football players on the team. Uh, and when we're playing – somebody that's going to challenge us in the passing game, but we need him out there at corner. Uh, so we got to have other guys step up at times and give him a break at receiver, and we feel like we do have that depth. Uh, you know, another thing I would say at the scrimmage is our, our running backs also played really well. You know, they didn't get, you know, because you talk about the passing game. Well, if you turn on that scrimmage and watch, there's probably three plays we get sacked if our running backs – aren't doing their job on pass protection. Uh, and that that's difficult for a running back. You know, again, you think of running back, now. I, I want to carry the ball 20 times a game. Uh, but they, the pass protection part of a running back's game is just as important as when they're, he's running the ball. Uh, and, you know, all three of – we played three backs. They got a lot of reps. Uh, Jamari Manning right now is our starting running back and, again, a huge player for us on defense. Um uh, and he, you know, he scored the last touchdown uh, in the live quarter or the overtime segment. Uh, he did a great job on pass, bro. He's playing really hard. Uh, Zay Hull uh, also did a tremendous job on pass, bro, uh, and had some really good carries. And then Charlie Fulton, kid we've already talked about a defense end, uh, ran the ball hard uh, and, and really had some tough yards, uh, you know, and so all three of those guys, because all three of those guys right now are also defensive starters. And so same thing we talked about at running back. I mean, at receiver, our running back's probably going to be a committee. Uh, but we feel like all three of those guys, and then Gage Friedrich, who is also huge leader on our defense, uh, is also playing some running back. Uh, we limited him in the scrimmage at running back. <laughs> but we have four guys we think can – be varsity level running backs and so and the other thing that you didn't really show in the scrimmage but it's something i know i've seen in the past that, that you don't have a problem you have a lot of sets where the the, the receivers end up lined up as running yeah backs, in the backfield. or oh, yeah. you have the jet sweep action right. and you have those kinds of things so yeah the the running attack's pretty creative when it comes to that oh yeah and, and we try to you know Get our we try to get our best athletes the ball in space, uh, and sometimes you know that'll mean putting a Jordan Ray in the backfield or or you know jet sweeping, 
Jaden Crane, uh, and getting him an easy touch. Uh, and so we're going to try to get the ball. We feel like, again, you know, probably the strength of the team right now is our depth at our skill positions, our depth and our experience, uh, both of those things. Not only do we have a lot of depth, we have a lot of guys that have, have played. Uh, and so we, we feel really good about that aspect of it. So you mentioned Jaden. He's a guy who um, is obviously going to be a big part of your offense. Didn't get a lot of action in the scrimmage, but, again, that's what you expect. You right. know what Jaden's going to do. Yeah, we know, we know what Jaden can do. The couple of times he did get the ball, um, he really showed some growth as well to me. He caught a big ball on the sideline yeah, in the down. overtime. Yeah, yeah. He, deep comeback rounds, fourth and three. And, uh, and the thing I like about that, and that's just that thing, um, you talk about eating. I, I love talk X and his O's, coach. Um, but you could see him as he was trying to eat up the cushion. He threw his hand up right. and let Ty know, I got this guy. Yeah. And when he, Ty let the ball go before the break, I think. Right. And it was a beautiful combination. And, and that's what, you know, again, the more you're in this offense, the more these, the, the more the small things that we feel we need to master and, you know, that deep comeback route. Well, our job on that as a receiver is to get the DB running vertical. Uh, and, you know, we teach them. And now year one, we sometimes don't have time to teach them. But now that we're in fourth year of this offense, you know, we teach them, hey, turn your head and, and throw your hands up and make that guy think, hey, you're fixing to catch a fade. Uh, and at the same time, like you just said, we teach Ty when his when you see his hips break, the ball you, you don't need to wait until you see him turn and you see his numbers. When you see his hips break, the ball needs to be out. And that that was a huge play. And if we're late on that, we're out of bounds. Uh, and Jaden got his foot down. You know, Jaden also made ran a really good route and made a big time play on on the fade. Uh, so yeah, I thought he had a really good scrimmage as well. It was just that that play to me was the combination because again. What you ended the scrimmage with a couple of live overtime yes. uh, sessions just to get a little bit of that in, yeah. and that was a fourth and long play, uh, yeah. in in an overtime, yeah, huge play, huge yes, play. Sir. All right, so uh, Thursday night, Corsicana coming in. Um, tell us about what the setup is for Thursday. So Thursday, our our sub varsities will go at five thirty. Uh, and it'll be just like we did the other night. They'll be on both sides. Uh, be a little bit different. We're going to go 15 minute segments. You know, the other night we just went two 30 minutes. We'll go four 15 minute segments instead of two 30. Uh, and then following that, bars to warm up and start around seven, maybe a little, it won't start, won't start before seven. Uh, may start a little bit after, but we'll start around seven and the format will be, we'll go 12 plays, uh, of the ones. Uh, so Athens will go on offense for 12. Uh, and then, of course, Cano will go on offense for 12. Then we'll come back with 10 plays at the twos. Again, Athens will go on offense. Of course, Cano will go on offense. And then we will just we will run a true live quarter. Um, so it'll be the first. We'll put coaches in the press box. It'll be kind of, you know, a test run of a game. Uh, and coaches will be on the sidelines and have to sub pick kids in and out. A little dress rehearsal. Yeah, and so it'll be one quarter. Uh, and, again, you know, it's going to be pretty quick. We, we don't. I don't believe in scrimmaging super long uh, because, you know, I, A, the point of a scrimmage 
uh, is to get your kids live reps before you play games. Uh, and so, the, to me, the most important thing in the scrimmage is everybody's going to play. We evaluate who our best, and I've said this multiple times, but we evaluate who our best player is, and we want to get out healthy. Uh, and so we're, we're not going to just beat our heads in and scrimmage forever. Uh, we're going to get out there and get it done and then get ready for Brownsburg. Yeah, Brownsboro's coming up next week. Season right. starts Friday. Going to be here at Bruce Field when you open uh, a week from Friday. But tomorrow night, Thursday night, the uh, scrimmage fans going to be here at Bruce Field, 530, JV and freshmen come out. Man, there are a lot of players. There are a lot of kids out for football in Athens. So come yeah. out. There are um, – they'll, they'll be going on both ends. Uh, the uh, freshman in JV and then seven-ish going to have the varsity yes. start. So come out, cheer on the team. Coach, we will see you Thursday night at Bruce Field. Appreciate you, Michael.